0: covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast with Zach Heilman and Jim Bernier. Good morning, good evening, afternoon, wherever you are, wherever you're from. Welcome on into the latest edition of Inside the Walls podcast, the Turf Talk edition of the show, your Thursday edition, where we talk to players, personnel, and those of the like involved in the National Marine League. Zach Kyleman in here for the hosting duties, alongside my good buddy, 900 miles away in Jacksonville, Florida, Jim Bernier, who's back from his one episode hiatus. Good to have you back yeah. on, and we'll, we'll touch on it. We'll, we'll get a little more <laughs> into the weeds with the final walkthrough, of course, but hey, Good to have you on because we got a good guest we get to chat with this week. Uh, Iron Man of the Week, by the way, who's going to be coming on here too. Uh, playing Jack Linebacker, playing receiver. He was your rookie of the year last year for the Orlando Predators. Now he's with the Carolina Cobras. It's DJ Myers coming in on the show this week. DJ, welcome on to the program, man. Good to have you on. Um, I know we were coming in here. You've been uh, you're pretty excited to get on this show. I was I was very I was very taken aback. <laughs>
1: I appreciate that. I'm happy, happy to be here. You guys, um, it's good to be here and I'm ready to get it. Let's go.
0: Now let's get into this, man. So look, I just want to get right out of the gates. You know, we, we kind of talk some Iron Man with some people, but for yourself, I mean, now you're, you're Iron Man of the week. You're excelling on both sides of the ball. Um, last year, you know, I mean, you know, you had played arena outside the NAL one prior season, 2019, but you know, in the NAL was your first rookie year. You get that nod in a specialty role more before they switched to Man. Um, how's that transition to this new era of the game, or at least a, uh, I guess, turning back the clock to the former era, been for yourself?
1: You know, for me, a lot of people made a fuss about it because they're like, oh, we got to go both ways, this, that, whatever was going on. But for me, I've always been a two-way player since high school. I've always been a two-way player. I've always been a defensive player and an offensive player. And um, so for me, I just saw it as another opportunity just to continue to show my athleticism and um I knew it was going to be a little hectic with the change, just didn't know exactly how the rotations and things like that were going to go. That's the biggest change for me going into it is how we have to, you know, how we get everybody on the field. But as far as playing both sides of the ball, man, I love it. I embrace it. I want it. I don't shy away from it. And um yeah, so I really look forward to the challenge every week.
0: You know, talking about I guess switching in and out. How I haven't really asked this much. How I mean, you got to be obviously a little more attentive now when you're getting a little bit of a breather. You got to you know, I guess keep an eye, maybe not, I mean, you know that the substitution referees are kind of supposed to be that guide, but you know, you also feel, I feel like you, as a player, you got to kind of keep checking yourself too, you know, while also having, making sure everybody's on the same page, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we have coaches designated for that on the sideline that help us check in and out as right. well as, the, as well as a big board that has every single possession up to eight possessions on it of, Who's going to be in the game? Um, of course, as pros, you know, it's on us as well to check that board and know when we're going in. But the coaches let you know, you know, the day before and going in, hey, this is what it's going to look like. This is how much you're going to play.
0: Totally understandable, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: DJ, you made
2: a credible uh, – not an announcement – arrival last year in Jacksonville when you played for the Orlando Predators. Um, you were actually – you caught your, your first touchdown literally the same area where I was at. You, you, I basically said, you ain't nothing. You go, ha, 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 and you walk by me. That was I literally <laughs> said that to you. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that. I don't you don't remember that, but that was me. Like, you ain't nothing. I think you must, uh I want to say deal in that game. So, since your arrival in the NAL last year when some fat guy tried to talk craft to you in Jacksonville, and now you're in Carolina under Coach Rez, How is just playing the two different from Bennett system last year in Orlando now to a coach Rez, especially playing with a quarterback with Jonathan Bain, Malik Henry. Now, um, how's that transition with just the competition level from Orlando to, to uh, currently right now in Carolina?
1: Sure. So it's two different situations, you know, um, have a lot of love for coach Bennett. We have a really good relationship and um, you know, we all know, you know, how things kind of transpired in the off season last year, but Last year in Orlando, you know, there's different opportunities to be made and there is different, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, expectations. And I'm not going to say there's expectations every year, but coming into this Carolina year, I mean, we, we loaded the barn, man. And I knew there was going to be a lot of talent around me, and I embraced that. Of course, I like to be the guy out there that's scoring five touchdowns and, you know, being the superstar. But for me, that's not what it's all about. You know, I want to be more around guys that push me to be better and that and that are shining themselves. And I'd say that's the – one of the main differences about coming to Carolina is just because there's just more, there's just a little bit more firepower going on here that forces me to, to be better. And um, in Orlando last year, my relationship was directly with coach Bennett and he gave me that first opportunity to be a starter in the national arena league and an arena period. Um, so nothing but respect for Orlando and what's going on down there. I'm a huge fan. All those guys are like brothers to me still to this day, but that was just one of the main differences uh, going over to Carolina in the off season.
0: DJ, you kind, of, uh, you kind of deal with this two straight years where you've had, you know, at some point during the season, you have a QB go down with injury or you've had to swap out, you know, last, last year's Brian Hicks, Patrick O'Brien steps in this time. Now later in the season, Jonathan Mann goes down with that ankle injury in San Antonio Malik now steps in. What are you looking to do when a new QB comes in? What's like the first thing you, you got to get on the same page with uh, with someone at least kind of getting in the flow a week's notice out so that you can you guys can perform at the same level or at least not miss too much of a beat when you're out there?
1: Well, let me tell you something in professional football as professionals. It really is a next man up mentality. And we do not mean that in any type of way maliciously towards us. I mean, I've been I've been hurt. I've missed games. We understand that. But it's about that next man stepping up and realizing that we're pros and still getting the job done. You can't replace a Jonathan Bain. OK, we you can't I'm not even going to get into this. You can't replace the Jonathan Bain. But what you can do is have Jonathan Bain there to help the likes of somebody like Malik on a short week and understanding that, hey, man, you have the weapons here. Let's play football, play quarterback, high, low reads, take the check downs. We're going to be fine. You have guys that can do stuff in space. So bane even though he wasn't suited still had a huge impact on last game because he helped malik get ready and it was quick and not just malik coach fuller too and those are two masterminds in arena football and that's why they've been together for six seven eight odd years throughout you know so and that's another reason why i love being here is, is working with those two guys has elevated my game so much
0: absolutely well you touch on i think perfect connection there i think some people You know, when Malik was picked up last week, they're going, well, wait a minute, you know, especially Sharks. I think some Sharks fans out there went, well, is this guy going to perform better than he was in in Jacksonville? I think something you touched on, though, and Jim, I I give credit to this, by the way, too, you know, and I'll bring it for reference here in the IFL that I'm bringing this for continuity's sake. They were they played together. They were on the same roster. So they kind of know each other through and through. So I, you know, in our discussions, I thought it was a great, you know, to see those two at least they can work off each other. They know what they want. Um, and I guess that helps what you guys need to do as well with that next, next man up mentality.
1: Well, yeah, well, let me say this, just like kind of in the NFL, you know, you might have somebody in one system that doesn't work out, but then they go to another system and they thrive. Okay. Sometimes it is systematic in football and Malik's a great player. We all know that. And, you know, You got. We could say what we want about his past or whatever, but the kid has a chip on his shoulder, and he came in here and he realized that this was another opportunity, and saw what was around him, and he embraced that challenge, and I was proud of him. I didn't know him before this, but he came in on three days, and he he shook it up, man. He shook it up, and he he proved that he wanted to be here, and it made it's making a difference with us pushing forward, and 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 a visit to the Shark Tank. I'm sure that chip on his shoulder is gonna is gonna be a little a little bigger this week, so to say.
0: <laughs> might might just be a tad more, man. Might just be yeah. a tad more.
2: Uh, DJ, uh, you you mentioned earlier about the players that you play with right now in Carolina. That receiving core of yours is just straight lethal. You got Lance Evans, you got Kendrick Gaines, you got James Summers, and you got yourself. How does just how does you as a player fit in a squad of the players like Summers, Ings, and Lance? That can literally be superstars on other arena teams, but you all have in the same team that are just gelling. Like right now, like I've mentioned Zach over a couple of this year, like one guy has a day off, the other guy step up. Like you had a day off a couple of weeks ago, Lance blew up. Lance had a day off, Summers blew up. Then you had a day, uh, you blew up when the other guys were having a day off. How does that feel having you know you had a guy behind you? Step in and take that and take the throne for that week. For the team, because that receiving core you guys have in Carolina is just straight and lethal. Coach Res put in a great team, especially in the receiving core side of things.
1: No, absolutely. And, and understand something, that it started in camp. It came into camp, and you have all this firepower – and when it's firepower against firepower, you don't, you don't lay down. It only makes you rise to the occasion. So we all make each other better. And like as cliche as that sounds, and you hear that all the time from multiple teams, we compete every week. We've been competing since camp. And we, we just decided as a group early on, hey, there's not going to be any me guys here. We all can get the job done. We've all proved that we can get the job done. So let's just do it together. You know, it might be, it might be me one week. It might be Lance or Kendrick the next week. It doesn't matter. It might be us all in one game. You know, but the but that's the biggest thing about it is, is that pick your poison. You know, mm-hmm. you you have to respect it. You have to respect it because if you want to shut down DJ Myers, you still gotta respect Kendrick and Lance and James. If you want to shut down Lance, what are you gonna do about DJ? You, there, it's not just one threat. You know, and that's that's the problem. So we all gel. We take pride in it, and 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 that's that's that. We just push each other all the time, and you know, it's just a really good group to be a part of in the NAL, it just makes you feel like you're just, you're part of just the highest level of competition. And, you know, all these guys belong on higher levels, not just speaking for myself, all these guys should be in the USFL, the XFL, if not higher, you know, these guys are ballers and, you know, I love being here with them and they definitely push me to be my best. So,
0: yeah. Well, you know, I think you make a good point. I think this league, and I'm hoping with the sake of Ironman, you, we talk, uh, I'll even bring in the USFL, for example, you know, in that conversation with that side of the league, when I've talked, about that. You know, they had shortened rosters. They were looking for guys that are more multifaceted players for the practice squad. You know, Iron Man, I mean, to me, that seems like that lines up with what they were looking for at the time. And I think that's still could for other leagues is, you know, if I can fit anywhere, if I can get on a roster spot, if I can get that position and show it off, you know, I'm good. I think that's something with Iron Man. I think that, you know, I know some people talk, well, specialty, you know, yeah what if you, if you specialize in this, you can do, you can do this. And you know, that helps your chances with this vision, but Hey, and to me, you know, what if you do excel? What if you are an Iron Man, you know, the Cobras yourselves, you're one Iron Man of the week. And you have two others on that roster with Kendrick Gings and Zach Brown this, this, this year, you know, right. Guys that are showing out in both facets, you know, what if you find that need? And I think that's, you know, something you guys are highlighting.
1: If you right. to exactly. And you make a great point. I'd like to touch on something about that for, for myself. So Jack linebacker is not like playing defensive back. So when I first came into arena football in 2019 and I got went to camp with the Philadelphia Soul, talk about a loaded receiver core. Now, I'm not yeah. sure if you guys followed the AFL back in 2019, but my receiver core was Darius Prince, Darius Reynolds, uh, Lonnie Outlaw, Jordan Williams, BJ Bunn, me, and Aaron Washa. Okay, it was... <laughs> ridiculous. In, in arena football, you only usually carry four, maybe five receivers, especially when you're only going one way. And then Philly, we carried seven because coach Dawzell couldn't get rid of us because we were, you know, he wanted, he knew what he had. And, and for me, that was the biggest blessing because I had one catch my rookie year for six yards in Albany. And I didn't take a lot of offensive reps, but I was that guy that was like, I will do whatever it takes. I will get on the field. I don't care if I have to play Jack linebacker. And I didn't, you know, I wanted to prove that I'm an athlete, not just a receiver. I'm, you know, I'm, and that's what I wanted to prove. So Dalzell, you know, he started pushing me in there on special teams a little bit and threw me out there, Jack. And I started learning a new position and making some plays, not knowing that two years from now, what I learned in the AFL 2019 playing Jack was going to serve me. And now I'm excelling at a position that two years ago, I was just trying to play that position to get on the field. So you never know how it can come back around, but I'd give a lot of credit to that 2019 Philly team for putting me in position for what I did in Orlando last year and what I'm doing right now, because I was with a whole bunch of dogs that, that pushed me and it was a great team up there. And the AFL was just a great, was a great model.
0: Yeah. I, I, anytime anyone brings up that 2019 receiving core, and then it's usually it's brought up, uh, you know, Albany broadcasts in particular, I mean, you know, Prince, Washa, Hollis, they're all on that same roster. Some people have even started calling them kind of a rebirth, uh, Philadelphia soul (laughs) in one way or another. But, but I mean, I mean, just look at that talent now, how that's spread out, you know, even BJ Buns played in the NAL at one point or another too. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of insane. Now you guys get to play both ways and do this a little bit more. You know, it's it's kind of like I said, impressive stat to think about if you look back just three years ago.
1: Yeah, and arena football is such a close knit community, man. You either exactly.
0: played,
1: you either played with these guys or played against them. So I know guys on every single team in this league, many guys, and you know, on the defensive side and the offensive side of the ball, and we just compete, man. Like I'm not a I'm not a big Raw, raw guy and talk trash or nothing like that because i know all of these guys these are all my boys and we're just competing and having a great time and just putting a great product on the field because we're all just competitive athletes just competitive by nature and we want to compete and we all know each other and that's what makes it very competitive for ourselves like you think i don't when i go up against hollis me and hollis don't know each other you think when i go up against people <laughs> don't know about each other like i know all of these guys rodney hall I'm, Marvin Ross, I know all of these guys, you know, so it, it brings a different edge to when you go against those guys because they know me, I know them, and it's like, who's going to have the better day?
2: Speaking of that Philadelphia team, um, I asked this to uh, Outlaw a couple weeks ago about his time there off screen, about going one-on-one with former players like yourself in a basketball game, basically. Who do you think out oh, the team, your, the receiving court you had in Philly, who wins in a one on one basketball and who you think is the overall winner
1: of the Ooh. just receiving a
2: core i'm going the, say- the lonnie outlaw
1: was talking by the way so <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say that philly team for sure man i mean we just had a little bit more uh we had more size in the paint on that on that team <laughs> here in carolina we got a whole bunch of shifty fast guys that you know you know <laughs> like they do so but i would take the philly team for sure man one of the best teams i've ever been on and um this team is a close first second along with that team. So that should say something about what we got going on here in Carolina.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, no matter what you guys, like I said, like Jim was saying, you know uh, coach resident, you know, put together what is a very talented roster. I think something that's uh, incredible. And I, we touched on this with him, you know, I kind of want to, I guess when you're coming to camp, are you expecting at least one of you guys were going to be the traditional specialist receiver um, was anyone surprised when, you know, you had Ziegler lining up and being the specialist at center? Um, or was this, or was just, was everyone thinking like, you know what, that's all good. It's, I mean, it's for the team anyway. So, you know, whatever fits the spot and what coach wants, I'm going for. What what were what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Because it's, it's a little different system than what most people yeah. expect when they do Ironman, uh, specialist units and lineups like that.
1: Yeah, well, like you said, I mean, it's just trust in Rez and Fuller and them to um, designate those specialists, right? But me coming in, I already knew I wasn't going to be the specialist. Okay. Um, I, I didn't want to be a specialist. I wanted to go both ways. This was my opportunity to showcase more athleticism and have more opportunities out on the field. Um, you know, In free agency, I had some teams talking to me about coming in and only being the OS. But um, when it came down to it, having an opportunity to join a great friend of mine in Kendrick Ings um, and... That was before and I didn't know James Summers before I came here. I didn't know Lance Evans. I didn't know Adam, but I did know Kendrick. And me and Kendrick go back. And um, it was a great opportunity for me to join up with him and learn from him. And I already knew he was going to be the OS. At, well, originally he was going to be the OS, but then he came wow. to camp. And he came to camp and was like, I'll play corner. And he saw me going both ways, and he's like, I can do it too kind of thing. So, you know, okay. I had a time, but in the offseason, it re- originally was going to be Kendrick and Bain. Um, so it ended up being Ziggler, which is great because he's the best center in the league. Um, and you know, it all works out. But that's kind of what happened in the process coming into it. All I already knew I wasn't gonna be a specialist, and I embraced that.
0: All right. Huh. Nice little insight there. (laughs) You know, appreciate nice to hear that here. Um, I think this is me and Jim. We're gonna just go right into this now because we're curious. Look, coming up this week, it's matchup three of four against Jacksonville. This was on the docket all along both 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 these teams yourself with the Cobras and the Sharks playing a 14 game schedule and the only two in the league to play all 14 weeks um you guys have split so far it's a different team that even you know the first matchup earlier in the season you have Malik Henry now on your side of all things too which I find again it's hilarious some some coincidences that happen in arena um what do you when you look at Jacksonville I mean what are some things that stand out to you in terms of I gotta like I got to I, I got a key in on like points like ABC. What what do you what do you see with them that you got to be ready for in any matchup with them?
1: Well, You nailed it right there. I feel like every time we play Jacksonville, it's a different Jacksonville team, mm-hmm. and that's like and that's the only team that I actually feel about that in the league. It's like every time we play Jacksonville, it's like you just don't really, you just don't really know. It's like they have somebody new. You don't know what Coach Burley's doing down there. But I will tell you that the, I love the Shark Tank. It is my favorite arena in this league. I'm sorry, Greensboro College team. I love <laughs> Greensboro, but there is nothing like playing in the Shark Tank, man. And Jim knows what I did last time I came to the Shark Tank. And no, I
2: don't. It, no, I don't. No, no, no,
1: no. I don't. <laughs> it's just a different environment, man. And I'm that type of guy. I really enjoy playing on the road because I thrive off a hostile environment. Oh, okay tires me up. And the shark tank is one of my favorite places to play. And I'm going to make sure I bring that energy for my team. Um, So we'll run through that tunnel and we see that sea of red that we just know it's time, you know, and, and just because we clinched the playoff does that we don't take our foot off the gas here. You know, we got, we, we are full set on, we got to win this thing out. You know, we, we want to leave no doubt. We want the home field advantage. We want to host that championship game. That is the mindset. Nobody in this organization is like, okay, we clinched. So let's, let's give our guys some rest for the next couple of weeks. No, we want to, we want to, you know, we got rivalries and Jacksonville is a big one. And, you know, we, we don't want to go down there and put ourselves in an awkward situation, um, split in one of these next two games. Um, for me, it's going to be a little different because I played Jacksonville in the second game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. And then the next time that we played them, when Arvell came in, that was, I was out that game. I didn't play that game.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Okay.
1: This is gonna be my first time playing against Arvell since he was the quarterback of the Valor. So I have a lot of respect for, for Arvell. And I know he's a great game manager, so we're just going to have to get to him, and uh, and that's that. So I think that's going to be what it is, um, and we'll see. You know, Malik's confidence will be there, and we're going to be fired up. I know I will be. You know, I love the Shark Tank. So, Jim, I'm- <laughs> I hope you're there. <laughs> oh, anything, I'm, hey.
2: I'll, I'll be there. I'm a season <laughs> takeover, I'm always there. You're right. Corner of the end zone. Not this time. Oh. <laughs> I've moved up into the beer section. So Leo, he's a little, a little misdirection this
0: time. <laughs> this time. We can't find him the same place twice. No, you won't. You won't.
2: No, no, no. Um, one thing about the 14-week season, uh, Coach Rez made a good comment. He's like, our bye week is the week before the championship game. That mindset is what I like in coaches. Yes, you're going to have ups and downs and ends and flows of a season. But Jacksonville and Carolina, 14 strikes – 14 straight weeks without a bye week. And when Coach Rez said it on the interview with Bain a couple of months ago or a couple of weeks ago, our bye week is before the the championship game, which to the people out there, yes, there's a bye week before the championship game. Um, we nice. get the playoffs, bye week, then championship. Uh it's going back to the original format. Um, what has what has been working with Coach Rez, especially with his this new mentality that he's had? But he's also said, just FYI DJ, uh, we kind of have our own fancy football team, and it started with the Carolina Clippers last year, and it was because of this podcast. So I think we still have our own fancy football team. He, he wears that
0: like a badge. I'm telling you right now, he wears yes, that man. like a badge.
2: <laughs> um, but how how is it working with uh, Coach Rez and how he's put that team together in Carolina to make this act so far credible run so far this season?
1: Well, Coach Rez is he, he's resilient, man, and I mean. The guy being a Marine should 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 tell you a lot about how he about how he conducts, his, how he conducts his football team. And and again, not in a malicious way at all. He is just he's so passionate and he pushes us so much. I've I've developed a great relationship with him this year and it started in the offseason. Actually started last year when I came here and played them in Carolina and had a breakout game. And Rez pulled me aside then and there and and was like, You're you're a dog, keep going. He's like, I'll be seeing you real soon first day free agency open. I was the first coach to call me and he wow. was not playing around. He was not playing around and he was like, listen, he's like, this is, he, he was very thorough. This is the plan. This is what we're going to do. You're, I want you to be a big part of it. And, you know, and I trusted him and he's that kind of guy. And, you know, it's been a great experience with coach red so far for myself. It, it really has been, you know, I, I trust him a lot. He's, he's given me every opportunity to thrive in this organization. And um, he's a man of his word when it comes to me. And so I just, really appreciate them, and it's been a really good time and and not just coach rez I'm going to throw this in there too coach fuller too the, all the coaches on this staff oh my just an amazing coaching staff for an arena football you know arena football usually carries three coaches i mean we have six seven of them <laughs> and they're and they're great all of them are just awesome guys coach rez has done an amazing job putting this staff together as the head man it's the hardest job a lot of people don't understand what you do behind closed doors, but it's the head coach's job to put assistance in front of us to help lead the way. Right. And and started right there with Coach Fuller. And, you know, it's pretty much like having two head coaches and, and it's, it's a great thing. So love the staff and we're doing a lot of good things here.
0: DJ looking forward to seeing you play this week in the shark tank. Best of luck with you and, you know, keep on, keep on grinding, man. I I'm going to go with coach Rez here. And I think Jim will say the same. You are a dog out there. So, you know, keep, keep on keeping at it. You know, Iron Man of the week was well-deserved for you this week. You've been playing up really well. Um, Before we go here, I want to give you a chance, you know, first plug yourself. Where can we find you second, anything to say to the snake pit out there?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on all social medias at I am Myers strong and snake pit, you know, how I'm coming. I bring that energy. You guys know I love you, and there's nothing like the snake pit. We're going to host this championship in Carolina this year, and it's going to be huge, so let's bring it home.
0: DJ Myers, receiver and Jack linebacker for the Carolina Cobras. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us. Looking forward to seeing where where things go for the Cobras, man. Keep at it.
1: Zach, Jim, thank you so much. It was a blast. Hey, no problem. (laughs)
0: Yep, and thank you, G.J., and thanks for everybody tuning in. Again, catch us on our social, at in Walls Pod. Also, be sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel for Inside the Walls. Again, in Walls Pod. Click the bell. Builds morale for us, by the way, uh, as well as for others in the NAL community, too, including D.J. Getting more exposure for the National Marine League because It is a damn good football league. I got to be honest with you. Until next time, for D.J. Myers, for my par- buddy and, cr- and partner in crime here, Jim and Yam, Zach Common, saying so long. Catch you for next week's Turf Talk another awesome awesome guest lined up for that one too and stay tuned for the final walkthrough coming tomorrow see you later